the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, welcome in. I am Kathy Emmons, Word FM Studios. I am across the table from Lexi Merritt and kind of through a glass window. Lex, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? We're both missing John Hall, who is uh, on vacation today. Uh, I heard from John last night through the uh, portal of the photo stream. Two lovely shots of like the crashing waves and the beach and <laughs> well, it must be nice. <laughs> I should have forwarded it to you, Lex, so that you could share in my uh, grief and turmoil. <laughs> you still can. <laughs> okay, great, because uh, it's a little too much. But anyway, uh, we sure hope John is having a great time, recuperating well after his uh, month-long bout with pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And so, if it's you know, if he can like get back to himself after this week, then. For goodness sake, it's worth it. Coming up on today's show, though, we have a lot going on. For the entirety of the 5 o'clock hour, Jay Slocum will be in studio with me. We'll be talking about all sorts of things. Uh, We'll be talking about some uh, current culture stuff. Uh, We'll be uh, debating a couple issues. We'll talk uh, movies and food and cooking and it's going to kind of be a uh, like around the world uh, type of conversation in the five o'clock hour so i very much look forward to that we'll also be talking about barbenheimer it had one heck of an opening weekend uh barbie smashing oppenheimer but still oppenheimer did incredibly well so we'll talk about that neither lexi nor i did the barbenheimer thing though both of us wanted to Yes, that is very true. Yeah, I still want to go I see know. both of them. I know, except that we have jobs and things, and that's really frustrating. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. Uh, we'll also talk about doubt at 440 with Ken Samples, who's from uh, Hugh Ross's Reasons to Believe organization. Uh, the Hollywood strike continues to go on. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the steady diet of perhaps reruns, game shows. I don't know, reality. I cannot watch reality TV. Neither can I. I hate it. Uh, it's it's not my thing. There are certain things that I'll, because it's mindless, so I can sit down for it, but I'd rather be watching something with a good story. Yeah, because... And reality uh, TV rarely does. And it's so humiliating. Yes. Don't you think it is? Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at people and you think, really, this yeah. is what we're doing. Anyway, the only reality TV I like is sports, and I certainly watch enough of that. <laughs> um, speaking of that, um, the Pirates won a game, so that's exciting. <laughs> I'll be in the ballpark this weekend, so I'll be looking forward to that to see what they can do against the Philly. Exactly. Our one fan is excited about that win last night. Um, But first win for Quinn Priester, so that's good. Anyway, also, we'll be talking about enjoying life. Is it a sin? You think it is, Lex? I hope not. I hope not, too. I sure do. Anyway, that's just a little sampling of what we have to look forward to in today's show. So before we get to any of that, uh, Lex, it's time for the news to hit the thing. She hit it. For Tuesday, the 25th of July, 2023. Number one, 
Frank Ray testified today in the Tree of Life federal trial that when Pittsburgh synagogue shooter Robert Bowers was a teenager, he saved a friend who was struggling to stay afloat in the Mon River. I'm fairly certain, Ray said, I wouldn't have made it to shore if he wasn't there. He probably saved my life that day. Ray, who said he was friends with Bowers for a few years when they lived in the same South Hills apartment complex as teens, testified for about 30 minutes today as the defense continued to present evidence that it hopes will keep Bowers from being sentenced to the death penalty. Witnesses called to testify today included social workers, therapists, and educators who worked with Bowers when he was hospitalized as a teen for depression. You can read the whole story, and I suggest that you do in today's trip. Number two. A federal judge in California today struck down the Biden administration's temporary restrictions on migrants seeking asylum, ruling that the government's plan to reduce illegal crossings on the southern border violated federal law. U.S. District Judge John Tagar ruled against a system the Biden administration imposed itself more than two months ago to penalize migrants who had crossed the border illegally and to reward those who scheduled appointments to seek asylum instead. In his ruling today, Tagar sided with advocacy groups who had urged him to reject the restrictions because they said they endangered migrants and violated federal immigration law, which states that anyone on U.S. soil may request asylum no matter how they arrived. Read more about that in the Washington Post. Number three, flight delays and cancellations that have plagued all of us, and I mean all of us who have been in an airport over the recent months, have prompted a federal investigation into what's causing the mess. The issues apparently are likely to linger for as much as a decade, a CBS News investigation found. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said that his office is now actively investigating several airlines for what is described as, quote, unrealistic scheduling. Well, that's an understatement. The aviation industry is short, roughly. Are you ready for this, Lexi? Are you listening to me now? The aviation industry needs 32,000 commercial pilots. That's so many people. That's really, really upsetting. Also, mechanics and air traffic controllers, apparently the gap is widening every year. Buttigieg announced the staffing shortages are contributing to a surge in flight cancellations and delays. When CBS News asked him if his office should be holding airlines accountable, uh, telling them not to schedule flights when there's not enough staff to fly them, the secretary was unequivocal. That doesn't help, does it? And number four. President Biden signed a proclamation today designating locations associated with Emmett Till as a national monument on what would have been Till's 82nd birthday, recognizing the impact of his killing on the civil rights movement. And that is your top four at four. Uh, There's a lot in the news today about Emmett Till uh, on what would have been, as I said, his 82nd birthday. Uh, Grable Landing in Mississippi, uh, the Tallahatchie River location where 14-year-old Emmett Till's body was dumped and discovered back in 1955, will be one of those sites, one of the three designated as a national monument in his honor. Um, You can read about this. There's an extensive uh, article on uh, cbsnews.com today. Um, And... I think it's really important that we do this, and it's way past time. Uh, Emmett's mother, Mamie, will also be honored with the monument. Uh, Brent Leggs, who is the executive director of the African American Cultural Heritage Action Fund, which is a lot of words, um, he said this. I think this is a good quote. He said, it isn't for our nation to remain stuck in a painful past. It really is to challenge our nation to say we can do better. 
And uh, I can't think of a better way to say that. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go to our monthly guest, Michelle Van Loon, and we're going to talk about enjoying life. Is it a sin? That's the question. Coming up, it's a Tuesday edition. Right home. WORD. Ever wish you could eat your words? Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, the OT Action News team reports on a man named Jephthah who won a great military victory for ancient Israel and made a tragic promise he later wished he could take back. A familiar peril, a terrible outcome, and a lesson on living what you say on this exciting Adventure in Odyssey. Tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. On MyPillow's 20th year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You'll receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price is $69.98, and just $10 more for king size. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty, so you know it's going to last, and a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but need. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. This year, we're celebrating 250 years of God's faithfulness, making us the oldest anything in Pittsburgh, older than any newspaper, school, or business. God was working here before the nation was founded. Join us for worship in the majesty of our grand sanctuary, Sunday mornings at 1045. God's not done with this great old church. God's not done with you either. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice, plus cryofacial for just $2.49. Defy your age at Chilled to Perfection, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com today. When you begin a project, it's important to have the right tools. When you study the Bible, it's important to have the right system. The book Knowable Word presents a proven three-step approach to help you correctly interpret and learn from God's Word without relying on commentaries. This is a system the author has used successfully for years. Ask for your copy of Knowable Word, available today from Truth For Life at truthforlife.org slash donate. I love music. I love to read. Really love to travel. I like to eat out, cook at home. I like to throw parties. I like to have second breakfast, like a hobbit. Uh, I love Easter. I love summer dresses. I love interior design. I can't get enough of walking around old European towns. I like to go on long plane flights. Um, I like to look at really beautiful cars like an Aston Martin. I love animals. 
I love especially weird animals. I mean, there's so much about life to enjoy. So my question is, is that a sin? Michelle Van Loon's with me, author of six books, including her most recent, Translating Your Past, Finding Meaning in Family Ancestry, Genetic Clues, and Generational Trauma. Michelle, how are you? I love your list, Kathy. I, except for the part about the plane yeah. situation. Yeah. I love that. If somebody would put me in first class, I yeah. would be... Isn't that, I did that one time. Boy, that was hard to come back from. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> totally, totally. But yes, that is the question, isn't it? And when you say it that way, like, is it a sin to enjoy life? It it sounds maybe absurd to some people. Like, that's kind of a silly question. And to other people, people like me, um, I think I carried around kind of a, a tiered approach to what was really a value and what was um, less valuable spiritually. Oh, in interesting. So you mean a tiered approach, like some things are better and some worse? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't, I don't think that anyone ever presented the information to me in that way. But I think I, I kind of inferred it from the way that people talked at church, like working in the nursery was certainly a very an important thing that everyone should want to do. And um, maybe if you didn't want to do that, or you weren't doing that, you were maybe a little bit of a slacker mm. or, you Selfish. know, whatever a little selfish you know um if you're not here every time the door is open maybe what are you doing you know that would be the question and I honestly think it it's more um a report on my own wiring that um I'm kind of a type a person I want to get things right I want to make sure that I'm obeying God and honoring God with my life. And that meant, I guess, um, that I gave higher priority to um, church-related things, to study, to work, to service, to prayer, than I did with just sitting on the deck and enjoying a big cold glass of lemonade and a book. Mm -hmm. So it, it's... Um, I don't know. Okay, like, so what so have have you decided? Too. I mean, have you decided <laughs> where the line is? Where 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 there's where, when enjoying is good and when it goes too far? Well, we know there there's things that are just flat out sin. This sure. this is not about those things. This is just about delighting in um the sweet moments of your of your life. Right. So we're and, not talking about illicit drugs and sex here. Like those are questions yeah, that not, have, already, not, have already been answered. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We're not talking about addictive behaviors or sinful behavior, you know, things that are really clear. We're just talking about walking around a European town or enjoying a beautiful car, um, coveting the car. 
that maybe that goes into sin, but enjoying the beauty of of something that's just in this world is not so it's not sinful Mm -hmm. and that for me I'm maybe I'm a slow learner but that was a a bit of a revelation um kind of it took a couple of laps through the book of Ecclesiastes when I was teaching it so um doing all of those good things you know serving God and and being in his word actually was the wake up call that I needed to recognize that um, by not enjoying my life as much as I could in the ways that God had given these blessings to me um, was not maybe the most honoring way to live my life fully as a disciple of Jesus. Hmm. So, so Michelle, we know that there's a vast panoply of Christians who have looked at this issue differently. We know mm-hmm. that there have there have been and continue to be ascetics who uh, who basically would try to push every bodily desire down uh, to elevate every spiritual desire. Mm-hmm. They would um, uh, they would deflect the needs of the flesh, uh, always for the needs of the spirit. Um, and you know, that that's an ancient heresy going back to when Jesus was walking the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, but there is the word, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. It is. And, and, but there are some Christians who recognize it's a sin, but would still lean in that direction. Right. Yes, right. Absolutely. So, uh, so how is it a matter of personality? Well, I think there are some of us that are wired to, um, you know, uh, like honor discipline and want to get things right. All of those, all of those impulses are good impulses, but when they turn everything about life into either it's good if it's spiritual and it's bad if it's just a nice meal or a, a great big belly laugh with a group of friends, you know, around a fire or whatever. Um, I think we open ourselves up into um, disconnecting from all that we are and all that God has made us to be. Um, it it struck me, um, and I wrote about this in an article for In Touch Ministries, um, that, you know, we've got the essence in the Gospels of Jesus, the things that Jesus said, the healings that he did, the meals that he shared with, you know, in provocative conversation. And everything was very, very, is very focused on helping us to kind of know the amazing divine human that he was and is but we don't have records of what he did on a typical tuesday afternoon at yeah. 4 or 15 or 4 30 in the afternoon you know walking along with his disciples or you know just hanging out just being talking and we miss we miss all of that. And so because of that, um, 
people like me um, are prone to fill in the gaps with saying it must not be important, it must not be valuable. And um, reading through the book of Ecclesiastes, the, the author says again and again, enjoy your life. Enjoy the life that God has given you. Enjoy the, the spouse that God has given you. This is a way to honor God. And that sounds like either no duh or, oh, this is really great news. This is a part of what living a good news life is like. If we're, if we're missing the sweetness of the goodness around us, um, we, we get warped, um, you know, by being kind of one note characters instead of being able to enjoy all of what life is. Mm -hmm. It's not less than it's part of. Yeah. You, you bring up a good point that what we know of Jesus in the gospels is not the sum total of what Jesus did in his life. Um, and, uh, there's a, if, if he lived for 33 years, there is a lot, you know, the vast majority of what he did isn't recorded. Uh, and yet it was still incarnational because mm -hmm. he was incarnational. So that means that whatever he did, um, he, he was a hundred percent God, a hundred percent man and, uh, living a life that is, uh, exemplary, but I wish I had more, de more details about it. I really do. Yes. Well, yes. I, well, I, I would. I would love to know what the parties were like, or what he talked to his mom about, or what you know when Joseph died, what that was like, or you know what I mean. I just wish I knew that stuff. Right, and that's and the only way that we get a glimpse of that is actually by participating in our own lives ourselves. That gives us a flavor. One thing that I've learned over the last few years since it dawned on me that um, I was using this weird ranking system for what was of value in my life and what was important and meaningful in my life and what wasn't um, was that I it forced me to be really present in the moment when I am chopping onions for dinner I'm I'm there I'm smelling them I'm mm. I'm tasting them. I'm participating in the life that God has given me in that moment. He's provided food. This food smells good while onions in the garbage after a couple of days, maybe not, but you know, it's the idea of being, um, being present and not um, diminishing or wasting the life that God's given mm -hmm. you this day. You know, we we thank God for our food. We pray the Lord's prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. And that daily bread is enfolded in a lot of different um, provision in our life that is not necessarily, it doesn't look miraculous. It doesn't look like a sermon. It doesn't look like um, a church service or a task. It just looks like being present. That's so good. Michelle Van Loon is the author of Born to Wander, Recovering the Value of Our Pilgrim Identity. You can also check out Becoming Sage, Cultivating Meaning, Purpose, and Spirituality in Midlife, which is really a good book. And of course, the latest one is Translating Your Past. Michelle, do you have any new projects you're working on? I'm I'm cooking up some things. And 
the cooking in terms of writing doesn't involve onions. Oh, so, <laughs> are you cooking anything? First of all, how hot is it in Florida? It's disgusting. Okay. Really. <laughs> it's good to know. I don't know how, like there's parts of life that are enjoyable. Like I can go to the pool or I can go to the beach, but if I just walk outside and stand there, um, I'm, I'm like a sponge full of hot water and it's, it's, it's summer in Florida. Terrible. What can can you say? (laughs) All right, Michelle, always good to catch up with you. Thanks for being here again, my friend. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Mm -hmm. That's Michelle Van Loon. She blogs at michellevanloon.com and also the perennial gen, gen.com. Much more to come on the Tuesday edition. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. This is John Hall with a special message from our friends at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. We can all agree that every child in our community should have access to nutritious meals. When school is out, many kids lose their most reliable source of healthy food. It's a heartbreaking reality, but together we can make a difference for nearly 60,000 kids in southwestern Pennsylvania who go to bed worried about where their next meal is coming from. The Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank's child nutrition programs provide essential summer meals, after-school snacks, and educational resources to thousands of students across Allegheny County, helping them reach their full potential. But they can't do it without your help. Right now, just $1 can provide three nutritious meals that make an immediate impact on a child's life. Together, we can fight childhood hunger and build a healthier, happier community. To learn more and to donate, just go to pittsburghfoodbank.org. That's pittsburghfoodbank.org. Attention, your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. Terry Wardenis here from the Gateway Clipper. The best way to see Pittsburgh is aboard a narrated Three River Sightseeing Cruise. Join us for a one-hour tour and experience our city out on the water. Sales Wednesday through Sunday all summer. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com. The Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Swimming pools can be lots of fun, but they can be dangerous, too, especially for young children. Always practice simple safety steps to prevent tragedies. Fence all pools. Teach kids to swim and always watch them around water. No horseplay. Simple steps save lives. To learn new life-saving steps, visit PoolSafely.gov. A public service message from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission.
It will be clear and humid for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 64. Very warm and humid tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon at a high of 89. It'll be humid tomorrow night with a late night thunderstorm, the low 72. Humid Thursday with some sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The scene is set for dreaming Love's knocking at the door But oh my heart, I'm reluctant to start For we've been fooled before The night is like a lovely tune Beware my foolish heart How white the ever-constant moon Take care my foolish heart There's a line between that is Tony Bennett and Bill Evans. That's a recording that I'd never heard before. Uh, it's something that I uh, was kind of poking around on YouTube and found after the death of Tony Bennett last week. And it is so gorgeous. His work with Bill Evans, I don't know how I missed that. Uh, my husband's the one actually who found it. And he said, do you know this stuff? And I listened to it and I did not know it. And that's a recording of My Foolish Heart that is just really amazing. And, you know, there have been stories kind of pouring in on all sorts of um, different platforms about Tony Bennett. One of the ones I, I appreciated so much was in the New York Times. I think it was Friday's edition. Um, musician Paul Langosh was on tour with Mr. Bennett in 99 as a bassist uh, when uh, Lagosh's wife, Michelle, was suddenly diagnosed with lung cancer. And the lung cancer was severe. It had already spread to different parts of her body. Um, and she already was suffering with MS. And Langosh, who was 41 at the time, said, we were just blindsided. So, of course, he told Tony Bennett he needed to leave the tour. And uh, when that happens for a musician, when, you know, something uh, went on. I remember when I was pregnant uh, with our second child, I was having a really tough time at one point, uh, close to the end of my pregnancy. And my husband, who's a musician... Um, had a job uh, in town and he had to cancel it at the last minute because I needed help with our three-year-old. And, you know, the person who he canceled on never called him again. That was it. That was just, that was the end of an opportunity. That was the end of it. That was just it. If you're a musician, you can't possibly do this. So Langosh, uh, who's the bass player for Tony Bennett, realizes, of course, this is over for him. Um, he figures his place in the band is going to be, you know, immediately filled by somebody else. Uh, but he was stunned when Tony Bennett told him that the spot in the band would remain his whenever he was ready for it. Tony Bennett continued paying him for the five months he took off to care for his wife. I mean, it was extraordinary. Langosh told the Washington Post in a phone interview uh, the day that Tony Bennett died last week. Quote, he said, I just can never forget something like that. 
Tony Bennett uh, died at 96, and um, Langosh's path to playing with him happened in part by chance. Um, he began playing bass as a child when he joined the orchestra in a public school, uh, never stopped playing. He went to college, and then he met um, uh, Bill Potts, who was a mentor. He helped him meet people in the ministry, and then he got a surprise call from Tony Bennett's road manager, who said he re- needed a bassist right away for a three-night run in Sacramento, and could he do it? And of course he said yes. And uh, that was the beginning of um, of his relationship with Tony Bennett. He said it was high pressure. You didn't want to mess up. Um, after the first performance in Sacramento, Langosh was hired as the band's bassist. And Langosh said, it was such an honor to get to do a gig like that. I always had loved his singing. And so being able to play for him was amazing. And he went on to play with Tony Bennett for 20 years. Um, he said it was an incredible thing to see Tony make it back in the late 80s, you know, after kind of being looked at as a has-been. Um, he said he always appreciated Tony Bennett's quality of music. He said he always felt lucky to work with him. Um, but he said he was such a very genuine person. And he said, after all the things uh, that I experienced and all the fun we had doing music, there was just something incredible about that time when my wife was sick, I needed to go. And not only did he keep my spot for me, but he kept paying me. So anyway, uh, we continue to remember Tony Bennett, his life and his really incredible voice. It's love, this time it's love, my foolish heart. 101.5 WORD. Moms and sons can be quite different, which creates some challenges in the home. Next time on Focus on the Family, we'll examine helpful resources for moms with boys, like older mom mentors, and examples of great moms from the Bible. Discover how mothers can have a powerful influence on the future men in their family on the next Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? 
or how about cookie dough, or Heath Crunch, or even raspberry chocolate yogurt. You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and, again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now. Head to 84 in the Springhouse where we want you to scream for ice cream. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. The D word. Doubt. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I want to talk about it specifically in the context of a relationship with God. But it's tough. And I think one of the things that happens in the life of a believer is that doubt gets mixed up with guilt because you feel guilty that you're, <laughs> that you're doubting. And then it's like some impossible negative spiral. I mean, it just gets ridiculous. But... Um, I, you know, I've experienced doubt in different times of my life. I've never doubted that God existed. I never doubted that he was good, but I have doubted a whole bunch of times that what he was doing was right. So I guess you could say maybe I was doubting that he was good, but I just, so I would say with my mouth that he was good, but then things would come out things would happen. And then I would say, really? Like that had to happen together? Uh, that I, it, it's just one of those questions that it comes to. I, I remember when uh, our friend Tim Keller passed away. Um, we all knew Tim was sick and we talked to him regularly about his treatments, but it seemed like things were, I mean, not good, but the things were okay. And then all of a sudden, uh, Tim's life was over. And I remember saying out loud uh, to my family, so the world's better without Tim Keller in it? Like, how, how can that be? Now, of course, that's a way of expressing doubt. And it's not the most respectful way of expressing doubt. Um, but it's how I felt at the time. And and looking at the, the words of the psalmists, I feel like I'm in good company because the psalmist spoke that way. I don't feel like God's going to be injured. Um, by my honesty. But at the same time, those types of doubts linger. Uh, so to talk about that sort of thing, Dr. Ken Samples is back with me. Ken is a senior research scholar at Reasons to Believe. He's the author of several books, several books, including Christianity Cross-Examined and Classic Christian Thinkers. Ken, I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. Hi, it's good to be with you. So I was just saying uh, while we were efforting you on the program that Doubt can be messy. Doubt can get mixed up with guilt. Um, and I've never been a person who doubted the existence of God. I'm sure a lot, I know a lot of people do, but I have doubted that he was doing the right thing. Um, and so I, I guess I just want to toss that over to you. And, you know, what's your response when we're talking about doubt? Yes, I agree with all of what you've said. I think that 
Christians often have misperceptions. Um, I think one of the misperceptions about doubt is that Christians, that it's uncommon among Christians to doubt. It's not. Anybody who thinks carefully and deeply about their faith is going to run into doubts. And it, it might be doubt about whether there is a God, but it may often more likely be, uh, can I really trust God? Because people's doubts sometimes are intellectual, but sometimes they're matters of, of trust and experience. A second misperception people often have is that real Christians or genuine Christians never doubt. But we know that's not true. John the Baptist, when he was in prison, had some doubts, you know, or sent message to the apostles, to Jesus, are you the one we're to expect? Or should we come wait for another? And certainly Thomas and Peter had seasons of doubt. And then a third misperception that I often uh, I think Christians often have is that doubt's always bad. Uh, not necessarily. I think I think unresolved doubt can be bad. But a lot of times, through our doubts, we take a look at the uh, factual basis of Christianity, or we explore. Hey, I've have a hard time trusting people. Maybe I need some counsel, prayer about those kinds of things. So, you know, sometimes we doubt because we're finite creatures. Sometimes we doubt because we're hurt. Sometimes we doubt because we need more learning. Hmm. So when we're, I guess, regardless of how the doubt strikes us, uh, what's your recommendation for what to do? Because I know a lot of people, I mentioned the guilt portion, because I think that yeah. attaches to it. And then you just feel horrible for doubting. And then it, it's a hard, it's a hard cycle to get out of. It is. Um, I like what C.S. Lewis said. He said, you know, as a Christian, he said, sometimes uh, I have doubts about my faith. But he said, when I was an atheist, sometimes Christianity looked very plausible, and he describes doubt as kind of moods. I think if we recognize that sometimes our lives go through moods, uh, but our mood doesn't change the fact that there's really good evidence that Jesus rose from the dead, and our doubts don't change the fact that God has revealed himself as a father that we can we can trust. So my recommendation is, what kind of doubt do you have? Do you need maybe more factual study of why Christians believe Christianity to be true? Or is it an unresolved kind of hurt inside, maybe talking with your pastor, counselor? So where is the doubt? And then it can be addressed. And, and to not beat yourself up, uh, every creature who's finite, experiences doubt whenever we think about serious and deep things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, and I think that there's something healing about the about being able to verbalize it, to say it out loud. Um, yeah. And Ken, yes. what do you say to that? I know that different things, I have a friend who says um, uh, that if you can mention it, then you can manage it. Um, you know, uh, if it's unmentionable, it's unmanageable. Um, but if it's mentionable, then it can be manageable. So I like that. Yeah, I do too. I like that. I think every church ought to have a, a class, call it the doubters class where you can go and 
express your doubts. Um, I remember growing up Catholic, just my capacity to say to the priest, hey, I struggle with this sin, felt liberated just even saying it. So I think it can help a lot of people to realize, hey, C.S. Lewis had doubts, and he was one of the great Christian thinkers of the 20th century. It's okay if I have doubts, and there are ways of resolving them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you all at Reasons to Believe, when you um, are talking to people who are experiencing doubt of different kinds, I know that you approach it from a scientific basis. Um, for people listening to this who are interested in what you might have to offer and your cohorts there, can you talk about it? Yeah, we have a great website. Uh, You don't have to be a genius to get really good information from the RTB website. If you're you're interested in science and faith, we've got introductory articles, we've got advanced articles, and you can go on reasons.org, and there's a lot of great material there. I've written books, Hugh Ross, my other colleagues as well. So we invite you to come on over and take a look. Is any question a bad question? Oh, no, you can ask any question, and particularly we like people who have doubts. Mm-hmm. I think honestly expressing them. I mean, it's one thing if you're going to be a jerk, but if you're yeah. really honestly yeah. trying to express how you feel, what you're thinking, um, and you're going to do it in a way that's respectful, I think, like, say it out loud, get it out, and then see what someone has to say to it. That's right. Yep. I love it. God's not, as you mentioned, God's not afraid of our doubt. Dr. Ken Samples, Senior Research Scholar at Reasons to Believe. Uh, Give us the website for RTB. Yeah, it's reasons.org. Okay, reasons.org. I love what you do, Ken. Uh, We love you and all of you at Reasons to Believe, so thanks for being on the show again. My pleasure. Mm Bye-bye. That's Ken Samples. We're going to step away and come back and talk about the Hollywood strike. What does it mean for us and what we're going to be watching over the next year? Next, Serino. Doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling. The first Owens Corning MVP in Pittsburgh and one of the longest tenured platinum contractors in the Pittsburgh region. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not alone and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. Yeah, it's not just you. A lot of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own health care dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is the refreshing alternative. 
They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So for you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Rooter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Rooter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412 Rooter 2 today. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Right, call, doing it right. 724 New Roof. Strikes have tens of thousands of actors and writers walking picket lines. Along with industry-wide cost-cutting, all of these things are going to be felt by us who watch TV and go to see movies. Um, And I have said over the last couple years that we were living in in the golden age of television. I mean, there is so much great stuff to watch that, you know, I feel like I need to quit my jobs so that I can just invest time in stuff that really matters, which is all of the TV shows that I would like to watch. I know that makes me sound like I have uh, limited uh, potential in life, but I got to be honest, it's just who I am. For the better part of a decade, we've been inundated with great TV. Um, There have been dozens of new scripted shows that have shown up every month. People are calling it peak TV. That's kind of their term. My term is the golden age of television. Um, But the days of 600 new scripted shows a year are officially over, according to the New York Times. And the Times says they are unlikely to return. There was an article in uh, the Times yesterday about what we could expect. And uh, the Times says that roughly a year ago, nearly every major Hollywood studio started hitting the brakes on new series orders um, because there were share prices that were sliding. There was a downturn in the advertising market um, and all of the things about streaming were becoming it, making it difficult to make money, to figure out where the money was going. Uh, and then, of course, the walkout started. The writers have been on strike since May 2nd. The actors went on strike July 14th. And um, the the cadence of what we've come to expect, which is like near the end of September, there are going to be new network shows. There are going to be more streaming ideas that we're going to see. Um, that's not going to happen this September. And it's probably not going to happen next September either. Um, So according to the Times, the broadcast networks are going to feel the effects first. For ABC, zero new episodes of popular series like Grey's Anatomy, which, by the way, is that still on? I think it is. What? How many years has Grey's Anatomy been on television? If it if your show has 10 seasons, that's too many seasons. It's too many. Me. I think there just needs to be a maximum. Like we're just we're calling it. Like 8 maybe. 
Yeah, I like mean, eight yeah. if your show's really good. Three, yeah, if it's really bad. No, actually, one if it's really That's bad. That's right. Three if it's median. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just anyway. No more Grey's Anatomy. No Abbott Elementary. Come September, uh, we're going to be instead watching Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, which sounds delicious. <laughs> Judge Steve Harvey and two spinoffs of The Bachelor. Uh, also, David Spade is going to have a new game show called Snake Oil uh, on CBS. Plenty of reality TV. Uh, old episodes of Yellowstone are going to be on. Also, and I do think this is kind of interesting. The British version of Ghosts is going to be on. Did you see that show? No, I never saw it either. It sounds weird, but I liked the commercials. Oh, okay. It looked funny. And it looked so I was kind of interested in it. So I'd kind of like to see where it started because I end up usually liking a British version of something better than an American American version of something. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be seeing uh, on NBC uh, a lot of Magnum P.I. Hmm. <laughs> a show called Transport from Canada. Um, let's see. What else does it say here? Netflix said last week the final season of The Crown, new uh, seasons of Virgin River and Heartstopper would premiere this year. Uh, but now we're not sure about that. HBO still has True Detective, which I've never seen, but feel like I should watch. Did you see that? No, I did not. You know what it is, right? What? Oh, it's that. <laughs> I don't. I like that. You know what it is? What? <laughs> um, anyway, it's an HBO series. And um, oh, okay. the, it has different people who star in it every year, every oh. season. Every, so I kind of like that idea. Um, the Regime, which is a limited series starting Kate Winslet, apparently is still supposed to come out in 2024. Um, the latest season of Game of Thrones spinoff House of the Dragon. Is that something that's important to you? No. Okay. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Not, no, me neither. No. I didn't really care. Um Networks like HBO, as well as its Max streaming for, uh, service, will feel the effects of a prolonged walkout, according I'm reading here from the Times. Um, the writer strike forced the production of the new Batman spinoff, The Penguin, to shut down partway through. New seasons of The White Lotus and Euphoria, which I would never watch. It's bad. I watched the first episode and I went, I nope. can't do this. I can't I can't believe that many people are able to watch that. Yeah, it I, made me sick to my stomach yeah, me to too. watch the first episode. Me too. Absolutely not. Uh, anyway, new seasons of Stranger Things. I know we can agree on that. Yellowstone and my favorite show of last year, Severance. Oh. Have you seen that? No, I have not. That was the most, it was a fascinating show. Everything about it was great. Everything was interesting. Everything was surprising. I totally loved it. Anyway, it was suspended as oh soon as the gosh. writer's strike began. Yeah. So no Stranger Things. Okay. And so they're all, uh, the, the Stranger Things kids, all they're doing is getting older. <laughs> I know. They're going to be like in college when the next season comes out. There's just a lot of things that are getting like postponed. Like um, James Cameron's Avatar. Like they he announced right. that they are doing way more movies in that um, universe those are all getting pushed back to 2025, 2029. Uh, and Avatar 5 is what um, the Washington Post calls it, is in 2031. That's how far it's been pushed back. Um, and these, I, assure, I am assuming, are just kind of like guesstimates, right? Like, right, because we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but Marvel superhero projects from Deadpool 3 to Avengers are all getting pushed back. There's just a lot of things that are happening because... SAG-AFTRA is asking for more residuals and a little bit of a higher pay. I gotta be honest, it seems fair to me. Yeah. Oh, everything's fair. And the thing is... I don't feel like what they're asking for is outrageous. Um... 
A24, who is a more indie thing, actually agreed to SAG-AFTRA's um, demands, yeah. and so now they can make movies. Oh, right, because now they're already so they can yeah. they can go back. Everything is very fair, I would say. Yeah, I would say, too, as we speak this from our radio studio in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, much more to come. Second hour of the ride home. Jay Slocum in studio. We're talking culture, food, movies, books, you name it. Stay with us. It's the ride home. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. It's of nature.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Federal Reserve expected to raise interest rates again this week. But some analysts are wondering if this will be the last increase in the fight to tamp down inflation. There's new optimism that the Fed can pull off a so-called soft landing, curbing inflation without causing the deep recession that had been feared over the past year. Wednesday's expected increase would be the 11th. But economists at Goldman Sachs and Deutsche Bank are lowering their odds of it triggering a recession. Inflation numbers have been coming down, and consumers are seeing drops in prices for used cars, furniture, appliances, and clothing. I'm Jackie Quinn. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in a car accident today while traveling to a campaign event in Tennessee. The governor was not injured. The Dow ahead 69 points and the Nasdaq up 129. This is SRN News. Ron had a tax problem he just couldn't handle on his own. I owed the IRS taxes for over five years, but I didn't have any money to pay the taxes. Those years cost him dearly. Most of it was fees and interest. It was horrible. Ron finally called in the pros. I called Optima Tax Relief, and boy, am I happy I did. (laughs) The leading tax resolution firm, Optima, is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. They've resolved over a billion dollars for their clients. Ron was overjoyed. They settled my account with IRS. I was ecstatic. They are a lifesaver. They are. I am so happy. (laughs) Take Ron's advice and call Optima now for a free consultation. Yeah, don't do like I did and wait. Call Optima Tax Relief. Do it now. You'll be ecstatic like me. (laughs) Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Yeah, it's not just you. A lot of people are wondering why so many big corporations are actively promoting ideas and values that their own customers don't support. And honestly, this is another reason MediShare is so attractive to people who don't want to use their own health care dollars to pay for things they don't believe in. MediShare is the refreshing alternative. They're a nonprofit ministry. It's a community of like-minded Christians helping each other live healthy lifestyles. There are more than 400,000 members now, and they save a lot, too. Most families save around $500 a month. And member satisfaction surveys consistently show they like it much more than health insurance. So for you, maybe it's time. Find out how you can not only save, but freely choose to be part of something you believe in. Here's the number you can call now. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. 
This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown. This year, we're celebrating 250 years of God's faithfulness, making us the oldest anything in Pittsburgh, older than any newspaper, school, or business. God was working here before the nation was founded. Join us for worship in the majesty of our grand sanctuary, Sunday mornings at 1045. God's not done with this great old church. God's not done with you either. Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Champion Christian School in Champion, PA. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. It will be clear and humid for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 64. Very warm and humid tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon at a high of 89. It'll be humid tomorrow night with a late night thunderstorm, the low 72. Humid Thursday with some sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Happy to have you along for the 5 o'clock hour of the Tuesday edition. I'm Kathy Emmons in the studio. I've got Lexi Merritt on the other side of our window. John Hall continuing his vacation rampage through one of the Carolinas. I'm not exactly sure which one. Uh, but anyway, I'm happy to have you here. If you missed anything in our 4 o'clock hour, and we had a really good conversation with Michelle Van Loon about whether enjoying life is a sin or not. Uh, that was a 410. Also, uh, we had a conversation about Tony Bennett, who uh, just passed away last week. I found a uh, beautiful album that he did, several albums, with uh, Bill Evans, the pianist. And it's absolutely great. Um, and so if you want to check that out or anything else from the 4 o'clock hour, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. In studio right now with me, I have Jay Slocum. Jay, welcome back. Thanks, Kathy. It's great to be in studio with you. That doesn't happen very often, right? I know. It's like old times. It really is. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Barbenheimer to start off? Sure. Mm-hmm. What's Barbenheimer? Okay. Barbenheimer is, uh, <laughs> happened last weekend. That was the concurrent releases of Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> oh, my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> Blow up the world, but make sure you're a bleach blonde when you do exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Why can't I find it? Anyway, the uh, the figures that were brought in. Now, Barbie made a lot more money than Oppenheimer did, um, but they both had a terrific weekend. I think between the two of them, it was $320 million that wow. they brought in in a three-day period. Um now, one of the things I thought was interesting is that people are saying that I saw two different articles about this. One, I think, was in Variety and one was in CNN, that this means the end of the Marvel universe. Not the end of the universe, I shouldn't say, but the end of the Marvel movie, like the superhero thing. Um, 
Are you at all invested in superhero movies, Jay? Yeah, I love the superhero movies. Okay. I, I like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy so especially because they're just so, so funny. zany and yeah. kooky and right. really dysfunctional yes. and almost and with good music, believable and with great soundtracks. Yeah, it's really good. And I didn't know how they were going to pull off a number three, mm-hmm. volume three, and they did. And I didn't see it. Yeah, it was really good. Was I, it? I saw it. Okay, I saw it in the theater this summer. And I'm not. I, I ever since 2020, I I sort of ceased going yeah, to theaters. Yeah, I don't go to, right. I haven't been it was, in a it theater. It was great. I just I had a night where I said uh, I just need to zone out. So I drove down to the waterfront, and me and about seven other people <laughs> watched, Guardians, <laughs> watched of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, and I sat in a really comfortable seat. That is really. So why though? Why is this the end? Well, because these movies. First of all, Oppenheimer is is a study of a man of a conflicted man, yeah, and uh, a hated man, yeah, uh, and a judged man, Mm -hmm. uh, and all the things that went into him becoming that way. And the Barbie movie, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Lex hasn't seen it yet. That we both want to go. It's for all of us who played with Barbies. Uh, it looks hilarious because of all the things that make Barbies hilarious, right. which means that they don't have a brain and they don't and they lo- they just put on dresses. Sure. I mean, it's great. Uh, and Ken is peripheral at best. Of course. Uh, I never I, even had Ken. I'm I don't know if I'm proud or ashamed, but Catherine, Catherine and I banned Barbie. Did from you? Our girls playing with Barbie. I, I thought they were repulsive. It, because and, of what? Because of their the body shape? N- no, just because of the whole commercialization, and it just seemed cheesy to me and, and cheap, and mm-hmm. all those things I, are right. Things, I mean, I don't think Lexi and I are going to argue with that. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just wanted. I, so we had we had them playing with American Girl dolls, which are great. I loved American and Girl dolls. All those little books, yes. Kaya, and I would lay on the couch with my daughters and I would read and I would I would start crying because I'd read these compelling stories it just seems so much more wholesome and then grandma bought Barbies for both of the girls anyway undermine the whole thing and yeah so you know normal family (laughs) I love that because grandma can do whatever she wants so the kids were obsessed with Barbie because it was like not giving kids sugar ever you know so they go to grandma's house and then they go wild on sugar so that was Barbie yeah I'm, I'm well, sure. Well, Barbie is also, as I understand it, a cultural commentary. Yeah. The And so I, I'm kind of eager to see what that's like. Anyway, Barbie made a crap ton of money this past weekend. Um, and so kind of be interesting to see what that's like. And as far as the end of the Mar- – oh, you asked why did they say it was the end of the Marvel Universe. I think because two movies that weren't superhero movies garnered – such an overwhelming response. Right. And in the last seven or eight years, the biggest films have really been superhero movies, just as far as attendance goes, as yeah. far as ticket sales yeah. go. This is the first time. And so people are starting to think, wow, maybe. Oh, and the other thing is Shazam did poorly. Uh, it only uh, maybe earned $52 million or something, which to me seems like an incredible amount of money, but very disappointing. And then there, The Flash also was disappointing. Um, and so they're thinking, okay, maybe we're watching the franchise kind of go down Yeah, so maybe, the hill. you know, dolls that came from Mattel mm-hmm. are going to replace Super... So if there's an Evil Knievel movie, 
I'm there. Which would be great. Or like a Curious George movie. Oh, that would be cool. Or yeah. um, what kind of dolls did done, you have, Lex? I think they've done Curious George. Oh, I was a Barbie girl. You were a Barbie girl. <laughs> what had... about, did you have like... Um... I also had Bratz dolls. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Of course. What about the one, the Cabbage Patch dolls? I had one. They weren't, I didn't have like a bunch of them. And what are you going to make a story? How are you going to make a story out of that? Yeah. They oh. <laughs> they grow out of the ground. <laughs> Isn't that isn't that Cabbage Patch yeah. doll lore? I, I think don't know. it is. I think that yeah, I think that, I think that's canon, as they say. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Jay Slocum uh, will be joining me, and we're gonna talk about what do you think, Jay? Oh, uh, books, food. Good. Yeah. Okay. Tuesday edition of the Ride Home. Thanks, you. Glad you're here. WORD. It's summer in Pittsburgh, but already Word FM is talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. I sat through probably my 40th Memorial Day parade recently, but on this particular day, I was kind of being a negative Nelly. It was scorching hot. There were a zillion people fighting for the same four parking spots. And no disrespect, but there were a lot of clowns. See? Negative Nelly. But as I sat there all embarrassing-like, I was hit smack upside the head with a big dose of perspective. As our veterans marched by, and as thousands of people stood to our feet and gave the incredible men and women the thank you they deserve. And reminded me, I've got nothing to be negative or Nelly about. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And veterans, you should know that the government offers you some significant advantages on new home purchases and cash-out refinances. Things like 0% down on purchases, no PMI, and the ability to cash out a higher percentage of equity than most. If you're curious, it would truly be our honor to try to help at United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp. Melbourne, New York. NMLS number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage Lender License 22672. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Pre barbecue. Pre playground. Pre everything. Pre every day. Prevention is the best protection. This summer, make sure you have off the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand, SC Johnson, a family company. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Learn more at SurroundPittsburgh.com. SurroundPittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. SurroundPittsburgh.com.
Happy to have Jay Slocum back in the studio. Jay's a pastor at St. Thomas Anglican Church in Gibsonia, PA. Uh, and we'll talk about St. Thomas uh, before uh, Jay leaves us today. But I want to get into some summer reading. Mm. Um, and I know you love to read. I love to read. And so I'm kind of curious as to what you're reading and why. Because yeah. there are so here's, – here's the current crisis I'm in. So many books, so little time. Yeah. And I, so it – I, so it's not just interesting what someone's reading, but why they've chosen to read that when there are, you know, 100,000 other options. Mm -hmm. Well, the book I'm currently in the middle of is a book by Vanessa Van Edwards called Cues. C-U-E-S. Oh, okay. Like, what cues are you giving me? Oh, all right. And it's a fascinating book. I'm reading it because my wife purchased it and she said, you should read this. This is up your alley. And it's it's not a self-help book, but it's one of these sort of leadership, organizational oh, okay. help books around now, how do you now, communicate Now, I would not better. think that you would like that. Yeah, I normally wouldn't like You wouldn't it. like so, the organizational book that would be passed off to church staffs? To no, I would no. Not want no, that. you would not want that. But I like this book because her thesis is that uh, becoming being a charismatic leader – is having the combination of warmth and competence at the same time mm. relationally. Mm. And the way in which that's communicated is through your nonverbal, your verbal, and your pictorial, your image cues that you give people. So Mark Zuckerberg he's been criticized for being not charismatic. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Well, because we think he's a robot from another <laughs> planet. Right. He just isn't very warm. But super smart. Super competent. So think uh, Spock, mm -hmm. Captain Kirk. Mm -hmm. Warmth, competence. Oftentimes, she, Vanessa says, there's... Uh, two people coupled together, you know, was... Bert and Ernie, you mm -hmm. know, and then there are people like Goldie Hawn who, you know, she has never been known as a person who's very competent. competent. She's known as being zany. Barbie. Right. <laughs> would not be competent. Right. Oppenheimer be, would be. Oppenheimer would be very competent, but he might be seen as being cold. Very. So a person with charisma who can. The reason why we want those two things is because a, a competent person you can respect and and you can rely upon and a warm person you can trust. Mm. And so from actors, Tom Hanks, high competence, high warmth. Uh, Mr. Rogers, high competence, high, Oprah Winfrey, high mm. competence, high warmth. And so uh, the book is about asking ourselves which if you had to do this little test which would you come up as would you come up as being more warm or would you come up as being more competent and then what cues do you give to help you correct that so that people can follow you better or trust you better or rely on you better or you can just have a better relationship with people in your life so is the thesis that you should be 50 50 or 100 100 or how no, you, the, no. The, well the thesis is that depending upon your temperament you should have awareness of the aspects about yourself that are not warm or competent mm. and 
correct them in relationship to others in the context you're in. I am very competent Mm -hmm. and I don't, I tend to disregard people that are not competent. Mm -hmm. And that can be troubling for people as, for me as a pastor. So I have to work on my warmth. I have to, I have to think about making sure that I'm not aloof and thinking about some theory of the universe. And while I'm walking through the parish hall at my church, right, because right. people think, "Whoa, Pastor Jay's not very, he's he's not very approachable." Well, I'm thinking about things, and so that's a that's yes. feedback I've gotten yeah, over yeah, yeah. the decades. Right. That right. so I I have to be mindful at coffee hour to to shake hands and and give hugs and get eye contact because I I love my folks and mm-hmm. I. I have a lot of warmth, uh, but my competence can overrun my warmth. So I, I like it. It's a good book. I like that, too. Yeah. And there's all kinds of Tell things. Tell me the author. Uh, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Van Edwards. Okay. And she does all these things like uh, where you point your attention. So if you point your feet away, if you're at a, if you're at a, a cocktail party and your feet are pointing away from the whole of the crowd, it's very unlikely that anyone will approach you. Because where you point your your toes, your eyes, and your torso is how you will signal or cue people that you're open to talking. Isn't that fascinating? Never would have thought of that. I know. If you see two people talking and they're directly facing each other, their feet are facing each other, and they're pairing, uh, that's not a conversation you want to break into. Huh. Okay. So she does all because these, it's something personal. Because they're really engrossed in a conversation and they're not inviting you in. Mm. If they both have their feet slightly pointed outward and their bodies are slightly pointed outward, they may be giving the signal that they're open to a third person coming in on their conversation. And people who can't get cues uh, tend to feel disappointed in their relationships. Yes, I'm and sh- I be- I've seen that over, and I'm sure you have. You too. can't read a social scene. Yeah, a lot of this stuff I've always. I, I feel like a lot of it's intuitive, and I've always sort of known this stuff. Right, know? right, I right. I haven't had a lot of problems. But, but kind it. of putting it into words is valuable. Yeah. Okay, someone, this is what someone told me a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> someone said, this is, this is someone new who I'm just getting to know, uh, who goes to, uh, we go to the same church. And he said, you know what I, what I appreciate about you? And I said, what? And he said, you always firmly end a conversation. <laughs> and I, he was being serious. At first, yeah. I thought that was like a like an underhanded slap. Like, well, you know, you need to get off and talk to somebody. But he was being sincere. Yeah. He was like, I actually like the fact that I know when my conversation with you is over. Yeah. Like, you can kind of shut it down, which is just from working here. Well, yeah. Because when the music's playing, I got to shut it down. You have to. I have to. Lester DeCoster, who was a professor um, out in Grand Rapids at Calvin, he said that half of our work forms the world and the other half of our work forms us. And so if you're a receptionist, uh, you're constantly being un- interrupted and you're really good at dealing with things. Yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. And right. So, little bits. Yeah, right. little bits. And I could totally see that as you have to be a person who can get in and get out of a conversation right. expertly. Right. And I wouldn't take that as, no, as a slight at I all. I did it first, but I didn't but I, I didn't <laughs> over time. Okay, what else? What else are you reading? So I'm or also Or what else from Q's? Oh, so cues up where you sit in a room is extremely valuable, particularly when it comes to the person who's most competent, which is oftentimes your boss or the director mm-hmm. or whoever it is in the room. And so there are all kinds of cues you give around sitting 
how in proximity to the person who's most competent in the room. And so like you, where you choose yeah, to sit? Yeah, where you choose okay. to see, sit. So if you sit the farthest away, it can be a real cue that you have no interest in the conversation. And then if you do something oh, like sure. you put yeah. a barrier between you and the most competent person, you're sending a cue that you you don't feel safe and you need protection or you feel threatened. Or you're unprepared. Or you're unprepared. So it's all this cool stuff. If you sit directly across from the most competent, the boss, let's say, uh, you better be prepared to to uh, say a lot in the room. It's a high competence seat in the room to sit directly across from the director okay, do or you, the boss. Is, is it showing something about you which seat you pick? Yeah, it does. Every single time you choose a seat. And then she does all these cool things like she has the Last Supper, but you know, the, the Last Supper, the oh, painting. Oh, yeah. She analyzes that from a cues perspective. Oh, like who's like where? Judas is has a fist up and he's leaning back and his head is tilted away, which is, is all the cues that he's betrayed Jesus. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, all the, all the great artists understood cues expertly that's how they could communicate so much through pictures yeah that's how they yeah that's how they would tell the story that's right how tell the story so she does all that kind of stuff um with, with that is fascinating where you're sitting in the room is the three jesus love james peter and john are sitting right next to him and the ones who are the 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 sort of outlier disciples were farthest away and so huh. the more aware you are of that the more you can navigate social situations more expertly. It's a fascinating book. I've got to get it. You got it. Yeah, you sold me on it. It's really good. I love it. Yeah. The other book I'm reading is Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules. I've never read anything by him. Oh, my goodness. So another book, uh, I've listened to a bunch of things. I think he probably is the prominent and preeminent intellectual in the West right Mm -hmm. now and the most influential intellectual in the West, in that Western mm-hmm. tradition of intellectuals. Sure. Uh, very formidable thinker. And I've listened to a bunch of things uh, like on YouTube and podcasts of him, and I've been impressed with him. So I read The Twelve Rules, and the it was probably four – no, it was 2019. It, the book came out in 2018. And I got about halfway through, and I said, I'm, I don't think so. I mm. mean, he – he doesn't know how to think biblically, but he uses a lot of examples from the Bible, and he puts everything through a sort of evolutionary grid of survival of fittest, and he doesn't understand grace. And so I, I just didn't at the time. I was like, nah. So I got halfway through. It's a long book. Mm, okay. And so then I watched, a, I listened to a bunch of things, and a couple of, so I finished, finally finished reading. I started from the beginning about a month ago and I read all the way through it. I think it's a fantastic book. Do you? It's really good. Okay. So what changed about you in the interim? So I think I've gotten to know him better Better. and he has taken, he was really an agnostic when he wrote it Mm -hmm. and he has come to faith and has written some stuff on the Bible. I still don't think he knows how to read the Bible. He still reads it in a very secular way, but he's not claiming to be a Christian yet. He's Mm -hmm. just claiming to be somebody who has come alive to the reality that there is a God. Okay. But I think he makes a lot of sense from a lot of the crazy that's in our world right now, okay. uh, particularly for, for men, uh, young men, and sort of how we've emasculated a lot of young men mm-hmm. in the school system and in the way in which we communicate to men. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it, was a, uh, I thought it was a good book. I didn't know, if, you know, second round. Okay. Uh, what about the thing that he only eats meat? So the reason why he only eats meat is because he had a horrible autoimmune 
disease that was crippling him and it was causing him to be clinically depressed. He ended up getting addicted to his uh, medication and he had to cleanse himself. And his daughter, who also has an immune uh, deficiency and was causing her arthritis, she started doing an elimination diet and she found that the only thing that didn't cause her to have inflammation, I mean, this girl was so sick that she had a replacement of her hip and of her right ankle at age 18. Oh my gosh. And she did an elimination diet and found that if she only ate really well-sourced meat, she didn't have any inflammation and all of her autoimmune symptoms went away. So she said, dad, you got to do it. He did, and the two of them had the same sort of physiology. Right. And what the the real reason is, he and she are both in ketosis. Oh, so right. It's, sure. Right. It's yeah, when right. you don't have glucose in your body. Right. Right. And and people that have Parkinson's mm-hmm. or epilepsy or even some mental illness like depression or schizophrenia, can they found that they can be cured uh, of these diseases by staying in ketosis. Uh, the other option is to fast, but that kills you over right. the long term. Yeah, it does. Right? You can't do that indefinitely. It's, very pra- it's not a nutty reason, right? Right, like yeah, A okay, lot of the stuff it. that we see on YouTube or online is like, oh, you know, Jordan Peden's a whack job because he right. doesn't eat anything but meat. He does not like the fact that he can't eat anything other than meat and water. Um, but right now... Can you imagine? Oh. It's like the opposite of my d- diet. Oh, my oh. gosh. That's really tough. Anyway, look, I'm behind on a break. We're going to break. We're going to come back. Um, when we rejoin, I'll tell you some of the things I'm reading. Yeah. And get your response to it. Tuesday edition, right home. Live in the studio with Jace Locum. Investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. On MyPillow's 20th year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. You'll receive a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price is $69.98, and just $10 more for a king size. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to receive Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. This offer comes with a 10-year warranty so you know it's going to last and a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, 
but need. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-391-0954, use promo code WORD. That's MyPillow.com, promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. People always ask me, why should I call Mr. Reuter Plumbing? Here's why. Our owner, Bob Bill, learned plumbing from his father who started plumbing in 1964. His father taught him to do it right the first time, and that's what Bob passed on to all of our plumbing technicians today. If you need a plumber, call Mr. Reuter. Always available for big and small jobs. Plus, mention you heard this ad on Word FM and receive 10% off your next service with us. Call 412 Reuter 2 today. Terry Wardena is here from the Gateway Clipper. Experience a night out in Pittsburgh aboard our Captain's Dinner Cruise. See our beautiful city while you enjoy a delicious dinner, DJ music, and the great company of family and friends. Make your reservations now for a night out on the water at gatewayclipper.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It will be clear and humid for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 64. Very warm and humid tomorrow with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a thunderstorm in spots of the afternoon at a high of 89. It'll be humid tomorrow night with a late-night thunderstorm, the low 72. Humid Thursday with some sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. In the studio with Jay Slocum this hour, talking about all sorts of things. We're in books right now. Uh, Jay, uh, I'm reading, or I've, I just finished Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Ooh. I don't know if you've read anything by him. I love Malcolm. Do Gladwell. you? I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've read I've read everything except that book. Is that That's right? His newest book. Yeah. And it's the only book of his I've read. Really? So we're having opposite oh, experiences. So good. But um, I listened to it on audio. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Yeah. He, didn't he come under some some criticism for that book? I don't know. Yeah, I remember when it came out, and I had heard that there were folks that didn't they didn't like his method compared to some of his older stuff. Mm. Yeah, but tell me what. Well, here's the, the book. yeah, I can't compare it to his older stuff because, like I said, it's the only thing I've read. This is what I appreciated about the book is that, uh, and it's particularly the audio version, is that. Every story he tells, and the book is just made up of one story after another, has audio supporting it. Mm. And so um, he starts off telling the story of um, of a young black woman uh, moved to uh, a small city in Texas, uh, struggling with a lot of things, uh, a... Uh, a, a background of a lot of uh, solidity in her life, um, a lot of people who loved her, um, a lot of success academically, ends up in a traffic altercation with a uh, police officer who happens to be white. Mm. Um, the uh, altercation, she starts recording on her phone. And so you hear it and you witness the intensity rising and the intensity rising and intensity rising until she's finally uh, taken into custody. And the only thing she had done was change lanes incorrectly. That was the only thing she had done. But the next day she commits suicide in the cell. Oh, tragic story. Yeah. Uh, And so the question he's asking 
is these are two people who never met before, stranger to one another. What happened? Mm-hmm. And what happens when we're with people that who we don't know, but we assume things about them because of how they look, or it could be their color. It could be the fact that they don't speak our language. It could be whatever it is. Um, and we decide what they're thinking or we decide what they meant. Mm. Uh, and then he goes on to talk about um, the lead up to World War Two in England and how uh, Chamberlain is the prime minister and uh, says, I, you know, this Hitler guy, what he's doing is worrisome. But if I go and I look him in the eye, I'm going to be able to tell what he wants. I can't figure it out from just exchanging letters mm. or talking on the phone. I'm mm. going to go. And so he goes and they meet in Berlin and Chamberlain comes back and says, great news. He is fine. He basically wants to bring all the Germans um, in the Sudetenland, the original Germans back into Germany, but he has no designs on the world other than that. And we are good. And I feel great about it. And, Every you know the Brits are cheering and this is wonderful, and then a couple months later, Hitler's making some more thing and he says I think I should go back again. So they they meet again and he gets him. He says I'm going to get him to sign something this time. He's going to sign. I am not going to. I have no aspirations other than the Sudetenland. I I I I I, I do not want to be a, a world conqueror. The, Europe has nothing to fear from me. Signs Hitler signs the document. Chamberlain comes back to. Applause to glory, laud, and honor, and it's within a year that. So it was the lesson: never believe a sociopath. <laughs> right. Well, the lesson. Well, so here's the thing: like... <laughs> you don't. What's uh, What's interesting and upsetting about the book is that it's not as much of a lesson as it is a bunch of examples to kind of upset your apple cart. Yes. So that you, when you're talking to somebody who you don't know, at least for me. Now I'm like, okay, I don't know this person. So you don't make those kind of mistakes. Yes. And that's the brilliance of Malcolm Gladwell. He ruined me because he's a journalist and he writes so well as a journalist that when he does his social science, he does it from a journalistic perspective. And all of his books are like that. Mm. He wrote a book called Blink about how we we in a a second can determine if if a piece of art is not the real deal or... Um, you know, whether or not we're going to get the job. And he has another book called Outliers, where he talks about people on the margins, particularly mm-hmm. with things like dys- dyslexia or um, a learning disability, about how those people are positioned to be able to think in ways that we can't. And that's valuable. And, and so valuable. And all, all his books uh, will journalistically go through story after story, case study after case study, building his 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 case for different aspects of how we live our lives as social creatures. Mm. Really? Yes. And a, I would say, okay, what's the next one I should read? So I would read outliers. Okay. It is such a great book. Uh, and blink is a great book. Um, and then I think it, I think it's called small giants. It's a book about oh, David and Goliath, da- little David and Goliath, yeah. uh, I think it's called Small Giant, something okay. like that. But I think it's, it's called David and Goliath. It's called actually. David and Goliath. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, that book is very, very. If you're a believer, you really enjoy it. He 
he uh, came from the Episcopal Church tradition. Um, I wondered and, what and his he, spiritual he ha- background yeah, was. And he has moved into faith um, in the last about 15 years. Okay. But uh, what a great, what a great thinker and, and a, a marvelous communicator. Yeah. And, yeah. A, and hearing him read the book to you. Yeah. Is so excellent. And very, it's just, it's not this. Very you, few authors can do it. I like know. That. You have to hear him tell yeah. the story. You so have good. to hear him tell the story. I mean, and it's the first book, audiobook ever that I finished and then I went back and started it again and did wow. it twice. Good for you. Because I felt like there was so much oh, yeah. in it that I, I, I couldn't possibly absorb it the yeah. whole, the yeah. whole time. Good All st- of it the first time. Good stuff. Anyway, we're continuing our conversation. I'm in the studio with Jay Slocum. When we come back, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be talking about, but it's going to be interesting, I bet. Stay with us. WORD. A believer should desire to please God, not because he must please him like a slave, but because he's a son and wants to please his father. That's the wisdom Dr. J. Vernon McGee shares this week in our discussion about liberty versus the law on Through the Bible. Why don't you hop aboard the Bible bus as it continues to roll through Galatians. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Let's face it, talking about life insurance is never easy. But after we watched a close friend lose her husband with no insurance, we decided that wasn't going to happen to our family. Yeah, but shopping for life insurance can be almost as difficult as talking about it. But then we heard about Ethos Life Insurance. They're a new kind of life insurance, built for people on a busy schedule who don't have time for unnecessary doctor's visits, fine print, or hidden fees. You know, who want to keep it simple. I couldn't believe how easy it was. We answered a few basic questions, and within minutes, we had an estimate of what it would cost and what sort of policy made sense for us. I never imagined life insurance could be so affordable. And accessible. The peace of mind knowing that our future is secure, it just removes a lot of the fear around getting older and... Yeah, the unexpected. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad we went with ethoslife.com. Go to getethos.com now for your free estimate. That's getethos.com. Getethos.com. Scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now, head to 84 in the Springhouse, where we want you to scream for ice cream. Word FM presents the Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar. Enter now for your chance to win the perfect date night for two. August 18th, our grand prize couple will be swept away on our Gateway Clipper dinner cruise, followed by a romantic night stay at the mansions on 5th. Grand prize to be awarded August 11th, followed by three more weekly dinner for two giveaways during August. The Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman roofing and solar creating lasting relationships with customers for over 50 years enter now at wordfm.com 
the ride home. Kathy Emmons with you today. John Hall taking a day off. He's at the beach doing all the stuff you do at the beach. Lexi Merritt in the other room. I'm in this room with Jay Slocum. We've been talking about books. Now we're going to switch our attention to food. Um, Jay, in all the years I've known you, I've seen you go through different cycles. You were like, you know, you love fast food. I remember all the times that you would, you know, take trips to Wendy's and tear down. Yeah. Right? That's over. That's over. <laughs> That's the old Jay. Um, so, so talk about your talk about your relationship with food. How do you look at it? So I grew up in a family where food was everything. My mm. mother was, she made her own pasta. You'd come in the house and there'd be pasta hanging all over the place. She was a gourmet cook. She was ahead of the curb on all of the, the organic stuff. She made her own sauces. She made, she just loved you through food. She, mm. And we were foodies. Uh, we grew up, grew up very blue collar, but mm. we were foodies. We never went out to eat, but my mother, you know, she, she loved wow. Julia Child. Wow. Like, and so she, she could cook anything. And everything she made was gorgeous. And she taught me how to cook. Wow. So Catherine and I have always loved food. And I have, I love food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but metabolic syndrome cured me of Wendy's and yeah. Chick-fil-A and Five Guys because uh -huh. I was I had belly fat, high cholesterol and 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 uh high blood pressure. I had to get I had okay. to get back together. Okay. Um and so, you know, went through a really stressful season and gained weight and got really bad reports. So I had to start really thinking okay. through my food. So now I, I cook. Uh, I'm I'm on a if God made it and I made it, I'll, I'll most likely. There you go. Eat That's it. a good way to eat. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really sort of taking responsibility mm -hmm. in my 50s for the fact that I am not invincible and I have to actually eat things that are yeah. good for me. But we still eat really good food. Yeah. But I do still like to go out and I really like finding great restaurants and great places to eat. Uh, you like barbecue? Yes. So. Are you kidding me? What you like? What, you name it. I any, mean, any places in Pittsburgh that you like to well, go Well, I used barbecue? to like Smoke, which was yeah, on like Butler Smoke. Street mm -hmm. in Lawrenceville, but it's not there anymore. Yeah. So since then, I I haven't gone to any barbecue places. They have places. a hard time, it seems, barbecue joints, you know. Yeah, uh, they come and go. They come and go. Well, I found a barbecue place that it, it wakes me up in the middle of the night. Like, thinking about thinking it? Thinking about. <laughs> I was going to say, or because you're sick. <laughs> no. no. This place is called Big Rigs Barbecue. Okay. It's in a cruddy shopping center. It's in Monroeville off the main drag. Okay. William Penn Highway. It's called Big Rigs Barbecue. And uh, they make a beautiful brisket. They smoke everything. Um, they do a burger of the week. Mm. Um, they did a jalapeno popper burger uh, two weeks ago. I didn't eat it because it would have given me a heart attack. But you could tell. like That the, it was great. Okay, the, so. The chef, the, the, the guy who runs the place is a chef. But he, he loves to smoke his meats. So it's chef-driven barbecue. Hmm. So it isn't like, you know, I love Showcase Barbecue in Point Breeze. I love Dream oh, Barbecue. Those are like soul food barbecue okay. joints. Yeah. But it's all about volume, you know, big, huge racks and stuff. But uh, this week's, I'm, I'm on their Facebook page, Big Rigs Barbecue. This week's sandwich special is the chopped Texas-style brisket, house sweet barbecue sauce, caramelized onions, smoked Guida cheese pickles, Dijon on a toasted brioche, with your side of a, your choice of a side. Bring it. 
Bring it. Okay, no, wait. So you said you weren't gonna, you weren't eating a burger. So you don't eat meat, or what's your? No, no, I, I, I don't eat. Uh, I'm pretty gluten sensitive. Are you? Okay. Yeah, so I have to be careful. It makes it it inflames me, and it's just from abusing my my metabolic system for so many years. I I can have some bread now that I've been four years into not eating gluten. Okay. Um, my 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 uh my immune system's pretty much healed itself, but I still have to be careful. Okay. So, but I'll get you know, half rack of ribs Okay. and they make, um, they make something called the twice fried loaded potatoes. And it's these chunky potatoes twice fried with like a cheese sauce on top of it, jalapenos, chopped green onions and brisket together, all of it in a big bowl that looks like, you know, when you go to Chipotle and they, you order the bowl, you get oh this my big gosh, bowl. Yes. It's so – I took a friend there and he said, this is the best thing <laughs> I have ever eaten. <laughs> it's great. Wow. It's like – it's just really good. They love food. Wow. So Big Rigs okay. Barbecue. Okay, Big Rigs Barbecue. into it. Because how many of us can smoke meat really well? Right? I can't. Like, I've, I've never been – I've never smoked meat. Yeah, I don't I – don't, I have done it like at, with friends who have the smoker set up, and right. but it's like twelve hours. Oh and yeah, you got to know what you're doing. Right. Or it's my husband can't like eat Someone meat. just set so fire can, to the can kitchen. You imagine, can you imagine? I've told my husband I'm I'm smoking a brisket out there. He'd be like, okay, good, but then who's going to eat it? <laughs> yeah, little Kathy, like I can't, I can't make a dent in that. Does he eat meat? No, he can't. He, he can't. No, because he has colitis. He can't oh, eat meat. That's terrible. I know. It's a shame, isn't it? Oh, poor but guy. But let me tell you, he can hit the vegetables. Yeah, and you can do vegetables a million ways. Exactly. Okay, so big rigs. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Okay. Big rigs. All right. Any other places that are on your mind? You know, I was at the I was at the gym in the in the jacuzzi, and we were talking about food, and people were like, "Oh, uh, there was a, a a guy who's from India," and I was said, "Oh, have you eaten at all India?" And he's like, oh, All India, it's the best Indian restaurant in the city. It's in East End. It's in Oakland. It's called All India. And okay. Do you like Indian food? Yeah. Oh, curry. It's and in Oakland? Make, yeah, it's in Oakland. And they make a coconut uh, milk sauce. Uh, and they, they do chickens really well. Oh, they just do all kinds of great, great dishes. I couldn't eat Indian food for 20 years. Okay. Because when I was in college, I cleaned carpets oh. as my side job. And I cleaned an Indian restaurant. That and that was the end of that. I had to clean it once a month. And after six months of cleaning it, the smell right. of curry mixed with grease, mixed with the cleaning solution, well, made oh, me so sick. That is that, horrible. And I loved curry and I loved Indian food. And it just, it turned me off. Right. Until probably five years ago. Then I was like, curry. Oh, I think I'd like some. <laughs> Okay, I was at Pusity's Garden. Yeah. Have you eaten there? No. Do you like Thai food? I love Thai okay. food. Okay. Well, not Garden. too hot. Okay, well, it's not. Yeah. Pusity's Garden on Butler Street in Lawrenceville. Um, it, it's a high-end Thai, so you're going to spend mm -hmm. some cash. Mm -hmm. But I, we, um, my friend Kate and I went there, and we liked the curry appetizer. <laughs> this is so lame. We liked it so much that we ordered the same thing for dinner. We like, so, I mean, it was so delicious that we were like, can we please have that again, but bigger? And, and he was like, no, there are a lot of other things on our menu. And we said, we understand that. 
but you just have to bring us the same thing, but bigger. And he was like, okay. okay. And they did. And they did. It is, their curry is so fabulous there. Yeah. And you get to eat outside. The garden is gorgeous based on the name of the place. Anyway, you should go there. Okay. We need to step aside and we come back. More conversation with Jay. Uh, we did books. We did food. Now coming up next. Well, we'll find out. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Reports of new state requirements for PA public school teachers have many parents concerned about racial equity learning resources in the classroom to gender and identity politics. Now may be a great time to try Christian education, a faith-focused education that believes in transparency, parents, and that values every student. Get half off a year's tuition beginning this fall at a participating school near you, like Pittsburgh Christian Academy in West Mifflin. Learn more at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Pittsburgh Christian Schools, education that believes in you. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. It's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. The new Salem News Channel, the greatest collection of conservative minds, all in one place. Home to the people you trust. Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Refreshingly honest, always unfiltered. Streaming free on your TV 24-7. Intelligent analysis for intelligent people. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Word FM presents the Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar. Enter now for your chance to win the perfect date night for two. August 18th, our grand prize couple will be swept away on our Gateway Clipper dinner cruise, followed by a romantic night stay at the mansions on 5th. Grand prize to be awarded August 11th, followed by three more weekly dinner for two giveaways during August. The Summer Love and Sweepstakes, sponsored by Bachman Roofing and Solar, creating lasting relationships with customers for over 50 years. Enter now at wordfm.com. out hour two of the ride home i'm in studio with jay slocum i've got lexi Merritt in the other room um let's go to what we're watching we talked first off about what we're reading and then we did food um what are we watching so hit it yeah so uh, my daughter 
was logged into her friend's Netflix account for the last <laughs> year. Yes. So we used it. Right, which is why Netflix is changing those permissions. Yeah, that's over. Yeah. So now Catherine has a trial right. for Netflix because uh, my daughter really wants to finish her her uh, her marathon of da 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 Grey's Anatomy. We were just talking about that. <laughs> How many seasons can there possibly be? There has be? to be like 25 seasons. So that's all that's ever on at the house oh unless she's gosh. at work. Oh, my God. So uh, I don't watch a lot of TV, but she's gotten me sucked into this Grey's Anatomy. No. Yeah. I, I never saw it when it came around the first time because I gave up TV in 1996 and right. I didn't watch it for – And, I still and now watch. you're watching Grey's and now Anatomy. now I'm watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and I'm like crying and wait, stuff wait, about – There's 19 seasons. There's 19 seasons. It's never going to end. Like it was It was fine when it was lost. That's a, that's a number that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah. She was into Lost, so I watched Lost. She was into uh, everything I'm watching is because my daughter wants to watch it with me. Yeah. She was w- watching Breaking Bad. Oh, oh, yeah. So we got oh. to season three of Breaking Bad, yeah. and I said, darling, I cannot watch this anymore. She's like, why, Dad? Why are you wimping out on me? I said, Lydia, I have had enough trauma in my life that the level of trauma that I'm going through with this person's destabilization and, and his destruction, I can't take it. Right. And she did not understand. <laughs> you know, she hasn't lived enough. Kathy, it, it's and it's a it's a incredibly well written series. Yeah, of course. But I just couldn't hang with it. So I needed yeah. light lighter fare. Catherine and I are watching um the uh the five star chef. It's some silly like okay. reality Netflix yeah. show. With, okay. It's in England. And five-star chefs are getting together and getting eliminated. It's, you know, the formula that they use for all these places. Right, of course. But one of them is going to become the head chef of the Langham Hotel. So that's been really fun. Oh, okay. I'd like that. You'd like that. I would like that a lot. I watched The Great British Baking Show yesterday. Ooh. Not yesterday, Sunday. We have seen that. And that's lovely. That's lovely. That's lovely. Everyone's nice to each other and the setting is beautiful and the comedians aren't funny. But you know it's fine. It's, I love. I still love everything about it. Um, okay, are, are you actually invested in Grey's Anatomy, or do you know what's going on because you're walking through the room? Um, I'm getting sucked in because I want to <laughs> be with my 22 it. year old. So I will sit yeah. down and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then she's like, "I'm going to finish this episode," and then we okay. she'll watch two. And I'm sort of getting. It was. It was. It, it was. Uh, a lot like Downton Abbey, which I poo I poo pooed Downton Abbey, and my my two daughters and wife l- loved it. And Kathy, I got sucked into that. No, I watched every episode. <laughs> it's like don't tell my friends, Mister Tough Guys, watching Downtown Alley. I would call it Downtown Alley. We're watching. Okay, listen on Netflix. Yeah, uh, the Diplomat. The Diplomat. Lex, have you watched The Diplomat? Not a lick. Oh my gosh, Carrie Russell and Rufus Sewell. She's the imbat. She's the U.S. ambassador to England, Ooh. and she doesn't want to be because her husband has been the ambassador to a bunch of countries, and he's the magnetic one. He's the one who's always. She's the one who's in the background. Oh wow. She's the stabilizer. Oh, I would love it. She's the stabilizer, but all of a sudden she needs to be put in that role because the president is Lenny. As from Lenny and Squiggy. Oh my God! Yes, exactly. And anyway, it's not a comedy. It's a. Ser- it is so outstanding. 
The Diplomat. Are there 19, 19 seasons? One. One season good. <laughs> That's Jay Slogan. Jay, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, great to be with Lexi you. Lexi Merritt, thank you so much for being here. See you guys tomorrow. Have a great night, Pittsburgh. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.